Greetings fellow wanderers in the fourth dimension, this is the greatest show in the galaxy. I'm Mike, she's Emma, and in this episode we'll talk about episode 2 of series 11 of Doctor Who, The Ghost Monument. Indeed. Um, so, hands up, who guessed what The Ghost Monument was before we started? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you called it last week, to be fair to you, Mike, so mm -hmm. kudos to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, aside from maybe that, I was pleasantly surprised by this, I must say. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. I think it, it could easily have been a bit of a nothing episode, mm -hmm. um, especially as now that some details have come out about what the next episode is and the couple of episodes after that, there's going to be some, you know, some pretty hefty topics coming mm -hmm. up. So I think that it, you know, it could easily have been a bit lightweight, this one, but I think it actually worked pretty well. Um, yeah, I was, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Hmm. Um, where would you like to start on this one? Um, I don't know, mate. So where, where do you did something uh, jump out? I mean, the thing that jumped out to me uh, mm -hmm. with this one is that, I mean, last week I, I sort of speculated that, you know, the trailers made it look like quite an 80s Doctor Who. Mm. And it, that was kind of borne out by what we saw because this yeah. episode <laughs> was effectively, if you took a Sylvester McCoy four-parter and crammed mm -hmm. it into 50 minutes. Yeah, I did get that vibe. And yeah. um, um Oh, what's the uh, Angstrom and Epso? They're, mm. they're almost a bit like Eric Sayward-y in terms of characters. You almost expect them to like knife each other at the end or something, you know? Yeah, very much so. I mean, even like down to their look as well. Mm. I mean, you know, kind of the um, the thing of their ships being a bit kind of being held together with duct tape yeah. and, um, you know, the, the haircuts and, you know, the the conspicuous you saying we're not human and, you know, I've got mm -hmm. a, a such and such cigar, you know, a... Uh, you know, an alien thing, an alien this. It's very, it is very Saywardy. Mm -hmm. um, and that I think as well, I mean, down to the fact that both of the characters were kind of a little bit tropey. I mean, if, yeah. if we sort of, yeah, I mean, these you know, sort of the, the, the main character who's like double hardened from an abusive household is made, he thinks <laughs> he's made him strong, you know, and doesn't care about people. And, mm -hmm. you know, the woman is a bit softer and kind of from, you know, this terrible kind of ethnic cleansing planet and all mm -hmm. this sort of thing. It's, it is very reminiscent of, of what he would do. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like how sort of like people just like, just take pot shots at uh, Epso for his sort of hard manneredness. You know, the doctor yeah. says, do you practice lying in the mirror? They're sort of like, oh, fucking get over yourself, mate. Yeah, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. But um, no, I quite like them. Um, like you say, a bit tropey, but uh, sort of... You only, like I say, you do honestly expect them to like off each other in the end, and then to go, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did. I mean, I did wonder if they would sort of go down that route, but I think mm. because there is some other sort of fairly dark material in this mm. episode, anyway. Yeah. I think sort of go for the full nihilistic. One of them kills the other one. Mm -hmm. Kind of, uh, kind of ending. I mean, that would be a bit. Um, a bit too much maybe yeah. i mean you know this this ain't a netflix drama this is bbc <laughs> you know middle of the middle of the evening kind of stuff mm. so uh yeah that's that's why i think they probably didn't go that road although i was sure that they there it was probably in there at some point <laughs> yeah well, can we talk a little bit about desolation itself yes I let's do that it looked really i mean the cinematography on this series is really looking good yeah, it really looks like they're spending a few quid on it, which they didn't mm -hmm. before. I mean, um, I mean, for this this was shot in South Africa, yeah. so it looks great. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
because obviously if this was true 80s this would be a quarry um <laughs> but uh you know this is the bit the current bbc's version of a quarry it's taken to a actual desert in south africa mm. um which i think you know it looks beautiful and yeah, yeah it, it really sort of helped work although mind you my first thought was this planet's got three suns and it's really dangerous at night I've seen this film. It's pitch black. <laughs> right? I thought they were going to do. I thought they were going to do pitch black. Yeah, yeah. They didn't really make very much of the "Don't Travel at Night" bit. I mean, apart from the remnants, mm. but we'll get onto them in a bit. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sort of like for this supposedly like really deadly planet. I mean, it's got a toxic atmosphere. Yet everybody seems to be kind of okay, breathing okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, I think that was maybe a little bit of a letdown. But then again, how much can you cram into fifty minutes? If it was like a multi-parter, well, you know, yeah. you could probably like up the uh, the danger levels and things like that. But um... yeah, well, so if this was a if this was an eighties episode, I mean, there would have been six more people in it who would have died. Yeah, um, and also, I mean, you would have had they would have done the whole explanation of why desolation isn't where they thought it was going to be mm-hmm. when they came out of. Uh, came out of the jump and mm-hmm. all this sort of thing i mean that's kind of not talked about a great deal but i think you're sort of meant to kind of um take it as wrote this is something to do with the stenza which which intrigued me because yeah. i was pretty sure that you know there was this whole thing about oh no you know all these episodes are going to be contained and there's not really a big long line through i mean <clears throat> that got thrown out the window because not only were the stenza <laughs> referenced yeah the but of the 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 trademark Moffat um trope of the doctor is told a mysterious thing by the enemy and Mm -hmm. then has to kill them but you know goes well that was weird down to the next adventure and then it comes back later trope is in full effect once again (laughs) chevnall yes you naughty little man (laughs) you bastard because i because you told us this wasn't happening and now it is now what the f- now what the fuck do we do? <laughs> well, exactly, um, because I mean, I I, I mean genuinely because I mean I, this probably there's probably people out there who having maybe read you know as many things as they could do about the series sort of knew this was coming or something like that. Hmm. But I've had no idea. I've sort of stayed away from everything as much as I could. So yeah. hearing the old the old sort of enemy whispers a thing and the doctor goes well and then you know hmm. I just I was like hang on a minute I thought. I yeah. thought we weren't doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah. And the, I mean, I couldn't understand the mention of the Um But I wasn't expecting them to, like... I'm not saying they really play a role, but they have had a hand in uh, Desolation's um, history. So it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Right, okay. So maybe it's just getting name-checked. It might not be the big bad of the, the season. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they might still come back, but you never know. Um, but no, the Timeless Child... It's like, oh, hang on, wait, what? What? Yeah. Well, it's been, it, I mean, talking about Desolation, you want to talk about throwback Doctor Who. So what was it called before that? Yeah. Because it wasn't always desolate, I presume. No. So it's a bit of thing. It's like at the Terry Nation school of naming things, isn't it? Yeah. It is here's, bit... this dry, here's this dry planet. What's it called? Aridius, you say? Like arid. <laughs> oh, I see. I see, I see what you did there, Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, I do... Quite, although they didn't really get very much to do, I did like the remnants. Yes, I thought that was a cool idea. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. always a fan of kind of non bipedal aliens, if you mm-hmm. see what I mean. Yeah, like one of my 
one of my favourite alien designs I've ever done really is when they did hide and they had such a sort of such an appalling looking alien. Yeah. Even the dogs went ah. Um, so uh, yeah, I always like the the um, the uh, non sort of bipedal alien. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I appreciated that. And again, they're spending a few. They got a few more quid to spend, so um, that effect. I mean, it was was pretty decent. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's only so much you can do, like with CG cloth, because otherwise you have to like get like real cloth on a bit of string, and then yeah, you sort of like spot the string. The rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, um, so you know, props for them to having a go. Yeah, definitely. I will say another another sort of uh, nice throwback thing is a return to. I mean, again, this is straight out of eighties. Who mm-hmm. is um, okay? So it, it's twofold. So we had uh, after knives are bad last week. We had guns are bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, that bit with Ryan was all... I love that. Call um, of Duty! Blah, 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 blah. Ah, <laughs> oh, reload! Yeah, that was quite funny. It's, yeah. it's funny. It's like jump several octaves. Like, Where's the reload? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. I love that. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I thought it was... Uh, I mean, it does... I mean, obviously, I'm, a, I'm sort of a, uh, a cynical old git adult. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, it is a bit like, hey, kids, guns are bad, right? It's not yeah. like pretend. It's not like Call of Duty or Modern Warfare. I mean, you can literally die. Mm-hmm. There's no extra lives, you know, so uh, use your loaf. Why not? I mean, yeah. and the doctor was pretty pissed at Ryan for, for uh, oh, yeah. going off and doing that. I mean, so it, but her level of angry was kind of quite interesting, actually. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, because in the modern who, I mean, obviously we've had a sort of... Um, you know, a rejection of weapons and things like that. I mean, but uh, she was very strongly, adamantly, no, don't go and do that sort mm. of thing. So, um, I mean, and not just in the sort of the way, like, if you do something dangerous, your mum gets cross because you could have got hurt sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she was uh, properly pissed at him. Yeah. One kind of wonders whether it's like a Chibnall sort of like thrown back to sort of like the Doctor weaponizing companions, kind of like how Darrow yeah. killed him in uh, uh, Journey's End. So, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, definitely not doing that this time. No, definitely not. Um, well, I mean, you know, we've just had the whole thing with Grace. I mean, you don't want to mm. lose another one. I mean, in you know, like like we talked about kind of extensively last week with Grace, and mm. you know, the de- the level of the Doctor's culpability in that. I mean, that's got a that's got to be in your mind as well. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, should we talk a little bit about our uh, our companions? Yeah. Um, because um, one thing I have not, I mean, as much as I'm enjoying everyone in it, I do feel a little bit at the moment like Yaz is a bit on the outside. She is, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's not Mandy Girl's fault. I don't know. No, think. It, no. She's, she's doing the best watch what she's got. But I think the problem is, it's, you know, the three companion problem. Um, yeah. But I'm hopefully, now that we find out what episode six is, she might get a bit more yeah. time to shine. Yes, um, I'm hopeful of that as well, yeah. Yeah, because at the moment she's, I, I'm allowed to say she's sort of there, but she kind of yeah. is. Really. She kind of is, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, if if like, I mean, I'm going to talk a little bit about Jodie, we'll, we'll talk about Jodie in a minute, but I mm. mean, um, with it's something that we were kind of concerned about from the jump when we heard about how many companions are going to be in it. And because um, you have two people who are much more intimately acquainted than Yaz, you've got the the Ryan and Graham thing. Mm. I mean, this kind of sort of antagonistic sort of uh, relationship between the two of them and the mm. fact that, you know, Graham and Ryan have been 
you know in each other's lives for sort of three or four years already um they are they are more the focus because mm-hmm. they've got a relationship to be to be getting on with if you see what i mean and yeah. which has had just experienced the massive trauma in losing the kind of the person that was keeping them off the boil so to speak mm-hmm. so um yeah i mean that's because that's the source of you've got a, a something that can be explored you, you you're going to explore it and unfortunately yeah. uh, uh, in this scenario uh a character's going to lose out and at the moment that's yes so mm-hmm. i hope that they, they're going to give her a bit more to do soon i mean i, I sort of hope it's before episode six mm. yeah because well, i mean want... that'll be halfway through so that's very true yeah yeah um it would be nice to have a bit more focus on her um, than the boys uh, in a few uh, episodes, like episodes of, like immediately to come. Yeah. Because um, I mean, she was. I mean, apart from sort of like doing a little bit of bonding with Angstrom, it's usually sort of like what I've noticed. Well, certainly this episode and um, the last one is Yaz and Ryan tend to sort of like split off, so like Scooby Doo style, and look at computers while the Doctor sort mm. of like goes and do, goes and does her thing. So, maybe maybe just like mix it up a little bit. Someone yeah, I think good. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose that remains to be I mean, seen, though. Yeah, it's only days yet, but I just—I right. mean, I hope it's not the way of things to come. Is mm-hmm. what I'm sort of saying. That's the um, thing, though. I mean, we're we're twenty percent of the way through this series now, so bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I know you say early days. Yeah, you know, we're still we're only we're coming up on episode three, but when you've got a shorter runtime, it's all like yes. thinking. Like times of the essence now. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, just sort of looking into the crystal ball a little bit. The way that things are going now, I mean, someone said it on Twitter, so I won't take I won't take credit for it in, mm-hmm. in, as an original thought, but I thought that that was a good shout. In the the way that it's sort of being built up at the moment, the obvious thing to do is kill off Graham. Mm. But I'm sort of hoping they don't go that route because that just seems a little bit obvious because the yeah. obvious thing to do is have them, you know, especially with the Ryan and Graham thing, is have them sort of slowly build a relationship and just as they're sort of getting matey, you know, and things are, are fine, you mm-hmm. know, then Graham is yeah. So, you know, but we'll see, we'll see. Mm-hmm. This, these are, this is, this is, these are things to come. So yeah. um, I've sort of enjoyed, I mean, so I sound like I'm being, you know, not being into the Ryan and Graham thing, but I, hmm. I sort of am because it's it's not too been at this point. It's not annoying because it's sort yeah. of new and, and natural because of the, what they've been through in episode one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think at the moment it's good. But I, if every episode is about this, I'll be mm, okay. Yeah, I, I get it, sort of thing. So we'll we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, um, it is a sort of thing that you have to keep butting heads. Well, not necessarily butting heads, but sort of like disagreeing. Then I mean, it's understandable because. You know, I think Graham's trying to do his best with Ryan, but mm. Ryan's just not having it. But it's all like, if you keep sort of like that going, it's all like nothing really changes. And it's sort of like, well, what's the point? You may as well just jettison one of them. And like you say, Graham's probably the more likely candidate. Yes, um, yeah. Which is a shame because, I mean, I think we were sort of like a bit art about uh, Bradley Walsh, but although he's sort of like, Graham's current sort of line is sort of befuddled, it's sort yeah. of like. Uh, like you sort of like yeah i mean <laughs> i'm way beyond confused sort of uh, like things i kind of like the fact that he's like completely out of his depth yeah here. and it's it's nice it's sort of refreshing that you get a character like that who doesn't respond to that level of confusion with aggression mm. because that is kind of the obvious step you like in lots of or in doctor who itself you get characters who 
I mean, most of the time, actually, when the doctor rolls up to a situation and sort of turns up to be like, hello, I'm the doctor, I'm here to help. You always get that, you know, it's the it's the sort of the cliche again mm. that you have a character who's like, you know, basically responds to that by throwing their toys out the pram, yeah. um, which I sort of thought Graham might do. And actually, mm. he did, you know, I thought was indicative of what, you know, when he was in episode one, yeah. I thought maybe that was going to be his his arc you know that he yeah but i mean the fact that he's sort of going okay i don't understand any of this but let's just go with it uh Mm. sort of thing i thought it's actually quite refreshing yeah especially for sort of like the older male character yeah well you'd expect him to be that sort of throw toys out the pram type of uh deal um yeah i do like it so like you know what once we're nearing the episode's conclusion and um ill in episode armstrong just buggered off um graham is the one who sort of like tries to rally everybody and saying you yeah, know, gee everyone up, yeah. Yeah, it was like, well, we can hang on, can't we? Yeah. Um, can we talk a little bit about Owen? Um, yes. I like the character. I like Art Malik, but he's kind of... I don't I mean, maybe again, it's just like the, the fact we've only got 50 minutes to play with, but so that we didn't really... He didn't get to make much of an impression. But yeah. I did like the idea. Yes, I did as well. I mean, the first thing that came to my mind when I saw that was like, ooh, enlightenment. Mm. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> uh, but again, throwing it back to the 80s, what is more 80s than a Doctor Who uh, than a guest star, a big name guest star who turns up and doesn't do anything? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty much. So, I mean, that could have been, I mean, as, as great as Art Malik is, wh- why is it him? Because yeah, it could have been anybody. Could be anybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's the problem. That, that was the Especially problem. Especially as. Yeah, especially as bloody end episode one ends with like, look at our cavalcade of guest stars, and then you know, don't do anything. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like spot the actual guest star, and then yes, there's the who's cameo. actually going to do anything? Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, I can understand in in Ilan's case because he's like a projected hologram, so you yeah. can't really interact that much with the cast. Um no. But I thought it was interesting. Like, there's there's one point where he moves, and it's like he and Jodie Whittaker so like try and move out each other's way, even though. Strictly speaking, he's a hologram. He could just walk right through her. <laughs> well, too, right, yeah. But I think, you know, it's just this human instinct. Just go, oh, yeah, really like that, uh, without yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Save um, a few bobbling yeah. effects budget. <laughs> but I was kind of, like, interested about, like, what his deal was because he sets up the rally, um, but he also won the rally the first time. So did he set it up or did he just, like, do the thing and went, hey, I could make a thing out of this? Yeah, it's kind of like, a, it's sort of a bit of a death race 2000 kind mm-hmm. of thing isn't it the, yeah. or you know kind of the running man kind of idea i suppose yeah. that um in it, it, you presume that you know they're from basically the same maybe local group of planets that has mm-hmm. um space faring technology yeah so maybe it's kind of that thing of now essentially i mean taking from what happened on one of the planets at least yeah due to the stenza we've got kind of that post-apocalyptic kind of deal going on of um you know the people want more entertainment. What's more entertaining than watching people race across the galaxy and probably die doing it and all that sort mm. of thing? So that's kind of how I took it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's funny because, I mean, if this were 80s here and it's like a full party, you'd probably have a cutaway to, like, people actually watching the race. I think that's the, the odd thing yeah. was is, you know, this is massive intergalactic race, but for who? Is it just for Ilan's own, like, amusement? I mean, like I say, I'm, I'm being nitpicky here, I realise, because we've only got 50 minutes. 
Oh, I mean, that's it. I think you're right. I mean, I think that's fair. I mean, the Doctor compares it to the Dakar Rally, mm. uh, which is, um, for people who don't know, is like a bit a massive... Uh, it's, it's a car rally, isn't it, Dakar? I think across, yeah. the, um, across the desert and things like that. So, uh, again, I mean, or, you know, there's lots of things like car rallies that go, you know, across continents and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. And people just do it because... Yeah, you know, true. or they've got you know a cool car and they want to drive it long distance, mm. or you know just for the achievement and things like that. But I mean, this one is for money. Yeah. So, um, by the way, I did quite like that thing of trying her trying to convert how much money it was. <laughs> yeah. Be getting. I thought that was quite funny. That, that was good. I did like that bit. Yeah. Especially yeah. when this came throwing um, out denominations like uh... like quite so, miles and things like that. Yeah. yeah. So for all we know, it could all just like equal like fifty pence in Earth money do you know yeah, what i mean it's just token money you know but um yeah. it seems significant enough to that there's only two of them left and it's been going on for some time mm. um so yeah i think that I, I sort of i mean like i say when when we're watching this and like you know art man it turned off on a hologram my first thought was enlightenment mm. um but uh yeah i think that it's probably just some sort of death race 2000 slash running yeah. man kind of thing um that uh, yeah that the people for lots of reasons enter so mm. yeah i mean it's an interesting idea but again if this was 80s who there would have been a whole bunch of characters and yeah. people you know getting nobbled off and things happening <laughs> on this planet but they ain't got time no, so no, this no. is why we're down to two people yeah. you know it, so it, it's kind of the idea that like i mean with a bit of work you could probably make it into like a season-long sort of thing that'd be a, quite an arc yeah yeah, yeah. An arc. that'd be an interesting thing and then everybody's, yeah. like, everybody's chasing after the same thing. Um, like, if you still wanted to keep, like, the ghost monument being the end goal, you know, if this was, like, episode two and, like, this episode that happens at the very end of the series, you could just have, like, the Doctor and company sort of, like, bum and lift with some of the other competitors and yeah. then get into desolation. But, you know, again, it's that sort of thing you really want to do when you've got uh, all the time and space to be working with. That's true, yeah. I mean, as interesting as these individual stories are, I mean, it is kind of that thing of they are kind of just passing by to try to get to their goal, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's all a bit of convenience and getting from A to B, isn't it? So, yeah. 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 Can we talk a little bit about Jodie? Go on, then. Who remains marvellous. Yes. Um, yes, I really... I'm really loving her performance. And mm-hmm. I think that if this episode is anything, it is basically another kind of understanding the doctor's moral, moral barometer mm-hmm. kind of episode. Yeah. Um, if, if this, if you're going to say this episode serves, you know, a, a, it's just, that it means to an end mm-hmm. apart from getting to the TARDIS, it's again, sort of understanding this doctor's outlook on the universe and all this sort of thing. So, yeah. um, yeah, I thought she was really good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just throw one criticism out. Right. And I don't want people to yell at me, but mm. um, I think sometimes with Jodie, and I think it's just because, you know, it's sort of the first, you know, the first episodes and stuff. I do feel sometimes it, it's a little bit like she's just saying lines. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do kind of yeah, I do agree on that. Um, yeah. I, I think it is just the material. Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah. And the other thing that I was sort of a bit uh, on was after Angstrom, Epso and Ilin just bugger off. Yeah. She does seem to give up quite Quite easily. fast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can understand under the circumstances. 
She thought, you know, the title was going to be... And it does show up. But, I, I mean, I like the bit where she says, I'm sorry I let you down. Yeah. And she's like... She, honestly, it's like she feels hurt because she hasn't been able to live up to her promise. Yeah. But that and when she's trying to get the TARDIS to stabilise. Um, I mean, I, I know I, I like the, the heartfeltness of it, you know, when, See, I mean, that, that, I mean, I was gonna, I'm gonna sort of disagree with you a little bit. Yeah. That kind of made me a little bit emotional, actually. Yeah. You know, getting the TARDIS back. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I oh, know. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I, I like yeah. that. It's, um, I think it's just maybe it's just, it's just everything's just a bit too raw. Um, yeah. Like she, she sort of, she's sort of pitching it too emotionally, if you know what I mean. Like she's sort of going sort of to, to drama school with it a little bit, and like, yeah. So I, I, you know, I, you, the, I think it was the line I really need you now. Yeah, I think that's kind yeah. of what sort of like I don't I don't mind like sort of I like I mean love the bit which went uh, come to daddy I mean money mummy I mean sort of yeah. like she getting yeah. her gender pronouns confused again um that was good um I mean I don't I don't mind the doctor being desperate no but but you almost feel like because she's the doctor you kind mm-hmm. of it's like again I sort of compare it as to if you see like your parent freak out about something. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh shit. You know, cause parents don't do that. You no, know, no. like if you, so it's that sort of thing of like, if you're worried, then I should be shitting a brick sort of thing mm-hmm. because the doctor doesn't do that. If you see what I mean, yeah. you know, we don't do, we don't do terrified in that way. I mean, and when mm. it does happen in the series, I mean, the things have been, you know, you know, the, when the 11th doctor heard about trends and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that he, you know, fully did a freak out and things. Yeah. I mean, that was, it was such a big deal that you sort of understood why he's kind of, you know, on the verge of tears and freaking out and all that sort of thing. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, but the, the, the TARDIS is, is family, essentially, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, I can sort of understand kind of, but I mean, I think as well, because as, uh, as people who support Jodie and her casting and stuff, mm-hmm. because emotions like that are sort of the cliche is that it's kind of, Mm. women who get emotional no, like that yeah i think that's um, kind of is that it, you felt like he undermined her a bit by getting that emotional yeah. about it yeah i think so i mean i think it's just the, it was the line that i really need you right now i don't mind sort of like the des- the desperation but i think if i mean i'm not saying this is how i played it but i think a bit more like determination is like come on yeah, you know. yeah, a bit of like um, bit of I don't want to say backbone, but just a yeah. bit like come on, you sort of thing, rather than yeah, it being like, like a plea, of, essentially. Yes, yeah. yeah, I think it was, it was the fact that it was a plea that sort of I didn't like dislike it. It's just sort of like oh no, it's sort of like this is kind of like what I, I don't want to say it's like giving ammunition to the people who didn't who were against a female doctor. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's sort of like yeah, you know, it's yeah. It, mm. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's like, oh, no, they can't be, like, emotional or that. They can't be, like, shrill and all that. And it's just sort of like, mm. yeah. Um, but, no, I did like um, Jodie throughout it. Um, yeah, I did as well, yeah. I think um, I think that I think that will sort of settle down a little bit. Yeah. I think it will. I mean, um, I think, you know, I guess, hey, it's early days and it's raw, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, hopefully, yeah. I sort of hope that she's going to be sticking around for some time. Yeah. So I think that will settle. I mean, being that aside, I loved the new TARDIS look. I thought it looked mm. mega. Yeah. Um. I th- for me personally, I think it probably needs a bit of time to grow on me. Right. Um, gotcha. Because, well, I think it just sort of comes from 
it's like being a child of the 80s so i'm used to sort of like the console room from like the 80s so that's why i really sort of clung on to um matt smith's and peter capaldi's console rooms because it's not just sort of like random bits and bobs it's sort of like actual like keyboards levers switches and things like that the TARDIS sort of needs to look complex to pirates and for me i mean like i said i'm not i'm not hating on the new console room it just there's a lot of it there seems to be a bit of a throwback to sort of like nine tens and even a bit of eight with like the the pillars yeah the the organicness of it i mean it's like crystals and stuff so yeah it's uh yeah i don't hate it so sort of like uh sort of maybe like sort of like give it its own sort of like characteristic do you know what i mean i mean i love like the um the sort of like the the uh, hexagonal cogs so like on the surrounding bit that looks really cool and especially when it's layered like that and another thing like is like you don't get like a sense of walls if that makes sense yeah it's like like... it's like a big open space Mm -hmm. yeah because it's quite clever how they've kind of there's a like they sort of show more that there's an outer shell Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of feels like, it, oddly enough, when you go into the console room bit, it feels bigger for some reason. Mm. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I wasn't too sure about is the lighting. I think it's a bit too dark for this Doctor. Right. But it's sort of like, well, mm. I want to say, say dark, but it could do with a few more colours rather than just like the orange and a bit of blue. It's a bit, it's a bit moody at the moment. Yeah, it's a bit moody, yeah. And when you yeah. like, I've like watched the, do you see the behind the scenes video about the the console room? Like, oh no, I haven't watched that yet. Oh no, right. Because if you watch that, the I think it's just like like normal sort of natural studio lighting, but even that sort of like it doesn't like look too like set y if that makes sense. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. 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 Um. So you know, maybe it's, maybe it's just you know um, early installment sort of things in the weirdness yeah might sort of change the colours up a little bit but um, otherwise no I, I quite like it I like the sort of little um, crystal TARDIS it has on the, the console yeah that was quite funny and also it dispenses custard cream yes that was brilliant because um, again I don't know if there's I don't know if you plan on watching that um, video about the, the console room um, but apparently the set designer just just like, apropos nothing, Jodie, what's your favourite biscuit? And she went, oh, custard cream. So I went, okay, well, I can't tell you why, but you know, I, was just, I was just wondering. Um, so <laughs> the fact that it dispenses custard creams, that's actually a genuine reaction from Jodie. Yeah. It's like, um, oh. <laughs> it is the best biscuit, by the way. I'm entirely I'm entirely <laughs> in agreement with Jodie on that one, by the way. Um, excellent dunker. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I mean, I was just delighted by that, I must say. And mm-hmm. I, was, I did find myself getting a little bit teary-eyed at the, uh, the TARDIS popping back and all that sort of mm-hmm. thing. So, uh, oh, yeah. yes, I mean, it gets, it gets a, it gets a thumbs up from me on that respect. But, um, yeah, I think, I think if any, I mean, even more than last week, oddly enough, I think this episode is a little bit early installment weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd be totally interested to like see how it stacks up against other episode yes. twos. Yes, yeah. I think so. Actually, yeah, that's a good question. Mm. Um, but you know, as it was, it was perfectly all right. Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I was very, uh, I would say, a very enjoyable episode. I thought. I mean, Chuck liked it a lot more this one as well. Mm-hmm. So I had a happy other half rather than a mildly grumpy one, which is also good. <laughs> um, so yes, I mean. Uh, I thought very enjoyable but it was sort of sort of odd in that um when i was sort of thinking about doing this episode and it was Mm -hmm. one of those it was one of those episodes where i thought 
sort of out of a few outside of a few talking points. It's, there's not a huge amount to get our teeth into with this one. Yeah. So uh, it's just one of those episodes, they come up from time to time. Yeah. Uh, so, but, you yeah. know, that's not a bad thing. I'd rather... No. Well, here's a question for you, right, Emma? What would yeah. you rather? Consistency across the board or them sort of swing for the fences, get a few good hits on, but yeah. mostly sort of like just average to middling? Well, I mean, the second one. Mm. They've got. I mean, I mean, the thing is, though, if we're talking about Doctor Who right now, mm. then yeah, you've got to go big because I feel like they've sort of been brave enough to go all out on you know a female Doctor and mm. all these companions and yeah, so new Tardis and yeah, I mean, go big or go home. We are sort of if when you say consistent, you are you know it does you sort of automatically go. Does that mean consistently good or consistently boring and bad? Because I would say it's sort of like sort yeah. of like. Like, say, if we were scoring it sort of like six sevens across the board. Yeah. Rather I would than rather sort have... of like, like, say, like, like series nine, we had the excellent heaven sent, and then you've got sleep no more. Yes. I mean, but I mean, sleep no more is kind of the. Uh, well, you know, yeah, it's I mean, a, it's, only a, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a tick it's, below average sort of thing. I yeah, mean, because me. I think yeah. it, because it's a, it's a standalone and it's sort of like in a, a series where it's mostly sort of two parters. So yeah. something had to be the odd one out. Yeah. I mean, consistency, consistently good is great, but mm-hmm. unfortunately something that very, very, very few TV shows ever achieve. Mm-hmm. I mean, sort of off the top of my head, I mean, I sort of would struggle to think of a, a long-running show that mm-hmm. has had, like, a, 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 a se- you know, a, a whole season of just consistent bangers, mm-hmm. you know, a, like eights and nines all the way through. I mean, yeah. I would rather that they... Go big, and seventy percent of them are good to great, and then you have three kind of eh. Yeah, I mean, I would take that seventy percent, a seventy percent sort of good hit rate. I mean, I would sort of take. Um, but I mean, I mean it, but it's difficult to say that again because yeah. when you're talking about TV, you're talking about things that are twenty, twenty-two episodes. Mm-hmm. So seventy percent of twenty, twenty-two episodes is more good episodes than seventy percent of ten. Yeah, so. That's that's where the the problem comes in. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, yeah. the thing is, though, like if we look back on this series and we go, episode two was the worst one. Yeah, I think we'll be pretty lucky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, we still we still got another eight to go. So yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, I just I thought I was just wondering because you know, like I say, we've had sort of like times during the Moffat era where we have had some shit. I mean, it's been mostly pretty good, and then some been outstanding episodes. So yeah. I was just like wondering whether you'd rather that or just like have everything to like, yeah, everything's good. We're like, this is all right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think is, I think, like I say, I think th- this stage in Doctor Who's life, you've if, got you, it. if you're just, you've, you've got to, you've got to go, yeah. you've got to go for it because you just go good. Yeah, fine. And then mm. 4 million people turn up every week. That ain't yeah, going to cut it. That's true. You so know. it becomes the background noise again, like it did in the... Yeah. 80s yeah and then the ones that really stand out no one sees because mm. they're like oh you know we'll watch it some other time it was fine yeah you know it, it, i think every one of us wouldn't would, wouldn't ever swap the doctor's wife or heaven sent or mm. you know so if if the payoff for occasional sleep no mores and fear hers and things like that is doctor's wife and heaven mm. sent and um you know uh flatline and mm. things like that then i would i would take that every day of the week yeah fair enough yeah, that's just me though. So no, no, that's fine. I mean, I totally understand that. I would rather 
that they go hard and go big and don't make it rather mm-hmm. than just be safe. Yeah. Because at least they enough. tried it. Yeah. If they tried it and it was shit, then it was shit. We won't do it again. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. So we may as well just go on with the scores then, shall we? Let's do it. Right. What are you thinking? Seven. Yeah, I think that's, I think seven's yeah pretty good. Yeah, because I mean there's some yeah, like, because... glorious effects. I mean, especially like the sort of time lapse um, thing, yeah. and you know Jody's great. We've got the new console room, and it's it's yeah, it's, it's a solid story. It's not thing... yes, it's solid. Yeah. yeah, it's nothing sort of like spectacular. Um, yeah, and there's you know enough things you could like, like oh what about this and what about that, but um, I mean yeah. Yeah, I think when you sort of like trying to still get everything to place, you don't want anything too complex or hard hitting or anything like that. Because I mean, we've got um, the Rosa Parks episode next, so yeah, this is going to be heavy shit. I think yeah. next week, so you mm-hmm. know, prepare prepare I, thy bums because yeah. it's going to be big next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always thought I was thinking about this earlier of like when I score Doctor Who, do I sort of start at zero and add, or do I start at ten and knock it off? Mm. And I sort of go, okay, with Doctor Who, I always start at 10 and then take points away, essentially. Mm. So what am I taking points away for for this one? Um, again, I thought that um, a part, so I, mean, I thought that the, the kind of the alien planet was obviously a little bit reminiscent of Pitch Black. I thought mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, the central premise was a little bit reminiscent of things like Enlightenment mm-hmm. and sort of the, the general vibe was 80s. I mean, not in a bad way, but that was kind of the general vibe I got. I thought... Art Manic, like you were saying, a bit wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm sort of deducting, if you see what I mean. Yeah. That's kind of my my thought process with it. But, yeah, you're right. Next week, I think, has the potential to be heavy. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, yeah, I, I mean, out of everything that's coming up in this series, we knew. I mean, because when we talked about this episode coming up, we both expressed, like, oh, God, how are they going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> um, and from going off, like, the description um, like this, like the blurb of it. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that, yes, it's about Rosa Parks, but I don't want to like saying this a bad way. I hope she, she's not in it that much, because it's about uh, yeah. apparently, um, like there's a somebody's trying to cha- change time. So yeah. I'm hoping it focuses on the Doctor and company trying to stop this threat and let history yes. take its course. And then yes. maybe he's, like they bump into Rosa Parks along the way and say, oh, yeah, we, we, yeah we're just, hi, you're all right, how are you doing? Um, but for the love of God, I mean, much as I love Jodie as the Doctor, please don't let her sort of like be the inspiration for Rosa Parks to make a stand because then that's really not... That's oh, not, that's really bad. Yeah, I mean, because that's what we were worried about mm-hmm. when they renounced it. Yeah, I'm, I'm 100% yeah. on board with you. Yeah, I, I hope mean, that, yeah, like you say... You know, they meet her incidentally, you yeah. know, perhaps that she's sort of around and they save her from some sort of alien threat. And then, you know, as they're leaving, she gets on the bus. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing said about it otherwise. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, if you see what I mean, you know. Yeah. But again, I sort of feel I sort of feel inadequately prepared mm-hmm. to talk about this. I mean, again, for both for I mean, I'm just talking for me. But I mean, obviously, we're, we're a pair of uh, suburban British yeah. white people who yeah. maybe, but, you know, so we are not someone, you know, not that we shouldn't talk about it, but no, I mean, no, no. it's like, you know, it's, it's, not, really um, our... it's not our story, man. You no. know, it's not, it's not part of our country's, yeah. you know, struggle, you know, with race relations and yeah. things like that, I mean, you know, the, so. The one thing I found out about this episode coming up is it is written by Mallory Blackman, um, yes, which who is, is Children's Laureate um, yes. and a person of colour. So, that makes me feel a bit better about better it. Better about it, yeah. Um, 
if it would yes. i mean i think chris chibble has a hand in writing it but um, that might just be for like you know adding like getting everything gelled together and all that and so like yeah developing the the alien of the week and all that um marjorie Batman, she she has read she's written speculative fiction but not like doctor mm-hmm. who stuff as far well, as i she know she has written doctor who actually she oh, um she? Yeah. did a novella i think it was for oh, when they yes, did the did. 50th anniversary stuff Yes, I forgot Doctor. about that. Yeah, yes, yeah, my bad. So, sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. So she's got um, she's got previous with Doctor Who. So I, f- I do feel a little bit better about it, but I'm st- I'm still sh- worried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I- I'm just wondering yeah. whether like I'm going to spend like the first watch through this sort of like just like like holding the pillow to my face, just sort of like waiting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just waiting for that one thing. Just like, oh, no, don't do No, that. don't do it. No, but I, think that, I yeah. think with I think that with in regards to who's writing it and things like that, I mm-hmm. think that that is it's, oh, it's probably unlikely be, to happen. Yeah, I oh, know. I think we're probably in, we're, we're very much in safe hands. It's just, I can't shake that feeling, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm worried. Yeah, me too. But oh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. We'll see. yeah that's, yeah. For, that's for next week. So. Yes. That, again, that's for next week. So let's uh, let's park that. Let's so, do that. Yeah. If you have any thoughts about uh, the Ghost Monument, you can email us at greatestshowsimplysyndicated dot com, tweet us at Greatest Show Pod, or you can visit our Facebook page at facebook dot com slash Greatest Show Podcast. We invite you to visit simplysyndicated.com and check out our many sister shows on the network. And as always, we welcome your support. The best way you can help us out is by signing up to Simply Everything. A monthly fee of just £6 gives you access to ad-free versions of current shows, a library of podcasts from the network's archives, and shows that are exclusive to the service. We also have a merchandise store that offers apparel and accessories to both Europe and America. We also have a Patreon, and you can donate to the network through PayPal, of which links to both are on the bottom of the website. So with that being said, thank you very much, Emma. Thank you, Mike. And until next time, take care and bye-bye.